the Rooted in Love show. Life spoken from the roots of those who adapt to reach the sunlight. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. The Rooted in Love show, hosted by Mario, Gerald, and Emmett Robinson. Welcome to the Rooted in Love show. It's another episode with the Robinson Boys. I'm one of your hosts, Mario Robinson. I'm here with my brothers. Emmett Robinson. I'm Gerald Robinson. We're in the building today. We have a guest, uh, old friend. Big homie. You know, big homie. Willis Thompson. Owner of Code BB Pest Control. Yes, sir. You know, we all came up together, so you know stranger to us, but thank you for taking some time to talk with us today and just visit the family. Okay. You know, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad to be here. Good to see you doing up on it. I know when the last time we've seen you, though, man. I'm trying to think. It's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. And we I, run around the same circles because I see you in a picture with some people, and I'll be like, uh, oh, man, I was like, I know you was with, uh, who's that, Valerie Robbie Williamson? Yeah. When Valerie opened a play restaurant. Right. I saw you. We was just talking with her because at one point she wanted a mural done. Yes. So it's like we kept missing each other by the same like, man. Shout out to Valerie on that. Yeah, yeah. She got a nice, she's doing a run down over there. Yeah. So uh, just it's always following your journey, like okay. Gerald was telling you earlier. Yeah. Like we've been, we've been watching. Looking good, man. I think Look. the last time I seen you guys, uh, I was borrowing some money. May have been. It's all good. I had to borrow some money for 20 hours. No, man. Yeah. But uh, but we like family though, man. We feel yeah. like I don't know. I was best friends with your uh, older brother Willard. Yeah, Willard. Me and him ran tight all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. Mr. Keys. Yeah, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Keys. So yeah, Big we was all real, and that's kind of how my, that was my introduction to you. Right, right, yeah. exactly. And I don't know, like you was close to an age to Anthony Emmett. Correct. Than anybody. Yep. But um, thank you for coming. We just really want to get to know you some more, man. And, and, oh, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Introduce oh, yourself man. to the people, man. Tell the story. Do y'all know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the jam is here. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Um, I'm Willis Thompson. I'm Kobe B, the owner. Um, that's it, man. Pest control, you know. Um, also, uh Viruside business as well for the COVID nineteen treatments. Okay, you know definitely do that as well. And um, to some, also known as um, Coach Will, which is um, Smart Pest Tech. That's something that's coming in the future for uh, future uh, pest control technicians who are just getting into the field and needing to um, get an idea how to actually take care of bugs because that's something that's not taught when you get your license, but. I'm glad to be here. Definitely had to reach out to the um, the Robinson family, okay. and um, I hit them up. Man, I saw some of the um, some some of the wonderful things that they were doing with the other uh, other guests that came on the show, and I reached out to them and I said, uh, "How does it work?" And he uh, broke it down to me, told me how everything works, and uh, uh, we set up a date a month later, and yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah. That's, that's another thing too with yeah, uh, yeah. following through. Yeah, so, you know, I'm into a lot of people. I was saying like follow through. Mm-hmm. And, and I appreciate because that's something you did. Like you expressed interest. Oh yeah, and, and you didn't just let it go. You you kept. Saying, oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we talked to quite a few people. You know, yeah, so we yeah. Sort of just fizzled out. Yeah, fizzled we, out. Yeah, it's 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 a commitment to mm-hmm. to be in this life where you where you becoming a brand and you right. yes. you promoting yourself. Like it it is, and it takes some effort. It ain't, it ain't, yeah, it ain't for everybody. 
It's not for it's everybody. Yes, you right about that. It's not yeah. for everybody. I tell people when I started working for myself, I worked twice as many hours for myself as I would for a job. And I think a right. lot of people don't get that. They don't say I want to work for myself because it's too hard. But it's twice as hard to work for yourself. Yes. And I don't know if, yeah. if that's being told. So I'm glad you 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 have the educational component too mm-hmm. when you're teaching. But some stuff you may just not get when you get your license. You, you know, you know, you know. The funny thing about that is, is that when people think that they work for themselves, really, you're not working for uh-uh. yourself. You work for everybody. Yeah, yeah. You work for everybody. everybody. Before you only had one boss, they but now, now everybody is your boss. Anybody who pays you is your boss. <laughs> right. So now, when you was only having a smile for your boss, now you got to smile for all the customers too. <laughs> Right. So, uh, and they calling and they calling, yeah, bedside manner, all that stuff is yeah. important. Um, and you know, conducting business and stuff like that. So, I think it's it's definitely a it's definitely you, you have to be groomed for it. It's like, the, it's like the passive thing, you got to be called, <laughs> you got to be called for because everybody can't do it, yeah. Uh-huh. But I, do I, it. I, I do think yeah. that, uh, we're all at an age now where we've gained some knowledge and some wisdom in our area, right. and I yeah, appreciate absolutely. Those that are willing to come back and, and give that game. That's what's up. Other. So uh, let's okay. let's jump in though. Let's 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 okay. get your story though. Let me. I, I want to okay. know because I don't even know if I really know how you grew up. Yeah, we're about to rewind. Like how you Quick. grew up? Let's go back to uh, rewind. Like where? Yeah, where yeah. you born? Where y'all? Are y'all from Mississippi area? Like where were you born at? Um, Gulfport, Mississippi. Actually, I was born in Lower Mississippi. I didn't find that out until my mom told me one day. I was like, Lower Mississippi. But we just, she went to the country to have me in Lower Mississippi. But originally, like, Gulfport, Mississippi is where we pretty much uh, grew up. Um, And how many of y'all were, like, siblings at that time? um, You know, you got to say mom's side, dad's side. So you can expose me right now, right? I met a sister and then I met uh, a brother, Willie. Right, right. And uh, what's your sister Naomi? What was your sister name? Naomi. Naomi. Yeah, yeah Naomi. I met her before. That's my mom's side. Um, so I'm going to really much speak about the kids that you actually know. And then I had my uh, dad's side, which was married to um, Dorothy Thompson. Right. Um, you know, Dorothy at Dorothy Keys at the time and uh, Willard Keys. That's what that happened. Oh, and then they got married. Now it's Dorothy Thompson, Willis Thompson. And, you know, went on from that. Willard kept his last name. So me and Willard oh, are actually half brothers. Never knew that. Yeah. Never knew My that. dad married his the mom. you learn when you yeah, know somebody. Yeah. So the school used to be like, uh, hey, look, Keys, and I'm, my last ain't even in Keys. Right. I was probably <laughs> saying that a couple of times. Yeah, everybody said they thought my last name was Keys, but no. Actually, it was Thompson, but... Um, so grew up in a blended family, basically. Yes. Yes, definitely have a blended family like small, pretty much. Like yeah. sure, a lot of people have. It's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the norm. That's the norm. They can't figure out how to stay together, you know. <laughs> hey, get with the one you love. You I know? think, I, but I do you. think it gives you a a good perspective on mm-hmm. life because as we get older, we find out how diverse life is, and yes. you get a lot of that training growing up dealing with multiple personalities, multiple families. You got to learn how to adjust on the fly. You're right. You mm-hmm. definitely do because. Uh, it's definitely a fly. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you growing up, though, man? You stay in trouble. You stay. You, you was pretty easy going. Like I don't like. What was your memories? Um, my earliest memories. My earliest memories all the way back from I think eighty five. It's one of my earliest memories, as far as in school and stuff like that. Um, using school as the base to give people a timeline. This is like early elementary type. <laughs> 
early elementary. Right. So um, started off by just kind of on the reckless side, okay. you know, on the reckless side, being from an area where it's um, um, there were a lot of violence in the area that I came from. Yeah. Coming to Georgia, where it was like a different focus. Things in Georgia was a little bit more friendly. Um, being in a poverty area, actually, in Mississippi, things were more of a um, fight or flight. So, so yeah. if you could describe for us um, Gulfport, like I, I, we could, we could all probably give a good description of Paulding County. What was the, the, the set of terrain? What what was it like? Big city, country? What what was it like? Um, Gulfport, uh, you know, it, before the casinos. This is before okay. the casinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, very poor area, actually. Um, a very poor area to uh, minorities. Gotcha. Okay, so they had like little pockets. They had a lot of big houses, um, plantation-looking houses yeah. on the coast. And then they had little pockets of, um, you know, uh, for the minorities. And those pockets were compressed. And um, um, you had issues there. And a lot of issues gotcha. there. Because there were not a lot of um, opportunity, job opportunities, because right. it wasn't as diverse as Georgia was. Yeah. Speaking of that, actually, my dad, um, my father, Willis Thompson as well, uh, he told me the reason why we actually moved from uh, Mississippi to Georgia is because when he was, um, he went to college there and he was an electrician. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he also played football as well for college, too. But Subscribe to the Rooted in Love show for weekly updates and free giveaways. To play football as well for college too, but uh, when he was an electrician coming out of the union, uh, he went to several job interviews, and they told him one of his interviews basically that truth is some serious. That truth serious, yeah. y'all. That truth is serious. He was right there. I think he was like twenty one at the time, maybe twenty two, okay. sitting across from this man, you know, um, trying to negotiate, you know, fair wages for being an electrician. And that guy looked at his information and he said there, he said, listen, I'm going to tell you, just be real with you. You will never get a job as an electrician in the state of Mississippi. Never. Never. Wow. And at that, he, my dad, being a very um, smart and humble man, he said to himself, okay, I appreciate your honesty. And that was after being on like interview at the interview at the interview wow. coming out of school. Right. Yeah, that's tough know. stuff. Yeah. And what happened is um he ended up going to a more like I said um forward moving place which would have been Atlanta, Georgia at the time. Shifted to Atlanta, Georgia, um made that move, got a job and we were doing extremely well based on his education of being an electrician. Gotcha. And um in Atlanta, Georgia. It's, it's, it's some good Ooh. money in that work. Yeah. And that's that's something I talk to my kids. The family talks about these things a lot now where we was taught about the, the opportunities in, in uh, those trades, like plumbing, yes. electrician, mm-hmm. even the, we got friends now that own their own sanitation companies. They right. come around and get the good. Like these are people we grew up with that are doing very well now. Mm-hmm. But we always looked at athleticism, you know, any sport, Doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, and you shot mm-hmm. for that, and a lot of times you miss that. Like that was so far away that the good, stable living was right under our nose right. the whole time. Whole time. You know what the funny thing about that is, is that um, 
God has a way yeah. of balancing things back out. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that, you know, those fields that we talk about, a lot of the fields that are, um, a lot of the fields that can be computer based, anything that has just, you know, will make you have, have to get a degree right. over actual trade. It's funny how, as funny, not as in like he he ha ha funny, it's just saying that the irony of how basically something like COVID. Now you need them bad. COVID basically yeah. exposed the workers for who we need and who we don't. Right. right. So that's what that essential work. You, a lot of people don't even know the essential workers. A lot of people yeah. didn't know what essential workers even mean. Uh-huh. Like, Still didn't want to know. Essential workers had to fight and had to say, I'm here. Yeah. Like, but they didn't even know what they were until they knew what they were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Essential. Me the people who keep you cards. It has to happen right. no matter what goes on. And I yeah. think that, and I said that the sense of humor is based off of what was seeming to be high when, when you know, uh, life life happens and the COVID switched that to now they are high. Like, you, you, you need your maintenance man. Oh, you really? need your maintenance man. Really? Oh, you need your electrician. You need your plumber. Everybody. Because if you don't, everything falls out. You got to clean your house. You gotta clean Any, your house. Anybody we knew that had cleaning business, their business skyrocketed. 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 You got to sanitize. So we seen schools hiring people mm-hmm. that they've never hired before. Like, we need a cleaning crew come in every... like. Not it, just your custodian. No, not the custodian. No, you need the people come in with the hazmat suits and exactly. they got the equipment and the understanding on how to sanitize this, this place so the kids can come back next week. Exactly. And then you got to do it every week. Every week. Because now it becomes uh, it becomes a life or death thing. But you got to do I think it should have been like that. Though. Just think about all the colds and flus and like that's right. it's just yeah, yeah, like, that one is important. important. I don't. That's why a lot of people think I don't think that uh, things should go back to normal because this, this is, is the new normal. normal. There you go. This is yeah, the this new, is normal. new normal. Like let's let's figure it out. Well, you know the interesting thing about this is, um, uh, and I just want to put that out there. Um, the whole phrase of there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Even when you see uh, something as um, a hat on the table or that glass right there, that glass is, came from some type of uh, mineral or plant. So it's just been it's modified been to yeah. make become a glass. It's been modified. Everything's been modified. So there's nothing new under the sun. That goes for diseases and stuff like that too. It's just that now because of the foods and all the chemicals in the food, our systems are broke down so far. Our right. systems, are, our immune system is broke down so far that certain things are now um, um, coming back to the peak and forests can actually take us out. Before, you know, like that's why you have certain countries like Hawaii and in Africa, places where they eat, they still grow their food and eat natural foods. COVID is not even a, even a factor the over there down here, we are. because the immune system itself, the body, right. the natural body, the God given body will fight off anything if it's strong. But if you continue to eat a lot of processed food, America, yeah, it, it breaks you down. Right. You know, so it becomes an immune good. system thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. that, man. Yeah. But let's let's not let's not skip too far over your, right. your upbringing though. You, yep. uh, so so during that time, like just growing up, you said so. At some point, you moved from Gulfport and you, you came. Were you in Atlanta? Or did you come to Paulding County? Wait, what age was that coming to Georgia? You say? Don't give me the line. 
Don't give me But I can tell you this right here. General. Fifth, fifth or sixth grade. I think it was actually fourth and fifth grade when we actually, when I actually got here. Okay. Um, I met up, my, my brother, Willard Keys, I think I was eight and he was 12. Well, we actually okay. met. Really? Okay. Yeah. So this is yeah, what I never knew it. Oh, yeah, he's eight. I was eight, and he was like twelve when we actually met. And then because his mom married my dad, so we're all now actually in. You know, we're in Georgia now, trying to figure it out. And then, of course, we had a serious learning curve with each other because say, so it wasn't, it wasn't like when y'all was in Mississippi, y'all were cooling. No, and when you got here, we got here. Oh, and that's man, what we actually did. So- and the learning curve changed because. Uh, Willard actually ran with a guy, you know, you know, he's a teenager and uh, athletic, and um, he ran with a group of guys in which were new. But his mom was smart enough to know you take your little brother everywhere because now he can't do that. I remember that. So now I remember that. Always around. Always around. Always around. That's why. Like we would, we would have to try to go out. Kept a lot of trouble. Now they call that crew. Don't, yeah. don't put me in it. Yeah, <laughs> Mario. Yeah, yeah. So it's crew. He kept he kept him out of trouble. So when we was in, Mar- in Marietta, um, that was happening. Living out there in Marietta, kept us out of trouble. Right. And once we um, um, from that point, the element of Marietta started to change. This is before. Um, this is like early '90s. The element of Marietta and Cobb County yeah, started yeah. to change. Well, I went on Lemon Street, one right? No, I went on Lemon Street, <laughs> but yeah, that, so what part of Marietta, my ass? Windy we, Hill Road. We was on the smarter side. Yeah, yeah. so we went there. That's right. It's almost like we were going to cross paths at some point around that time, right? Yeah, about Osborne and all that. Yeah, we we live right beside Osborne High School. Okay, Savannah was it was it was called Williamstown back then. Right on Favor Road. Oh yeah, on Favor Road, Windy Hill, Favor Road, Osborne High School. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we over there. Yeah, we was. Uh, uh, the elements started to change. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And once the elements started to change, my dad made a decision to say, hey, we got to get out of here. And um, that's yeah, when that's, he, that's we probably, ended up buying a house. You know, out there and this is the same man that made a decision to move Correct. to get work. Like, I'm, I'm gaining a better respect yes. even for your dad. Willing to make sacrifices to to keep his family in the right better position, and that's what like it is. that's a real man. Yes, and and those are rare these days. So it's mm-hmm. it's good to see that you got that kind of training early on. Like mm-hmm. Willard was in, I believe he was in ninth grade, and um, I think I was um in sixth grade. Yeah. So I came to um, I actually came to um East Palm Middle School around sixth grade. And Willard was already starting high school. Another thing, the reason why my dad also moved as well, too, is because the politics that was happening at Osmond High School, those who had the money was actually their yeah. fathers were paying into the system to have their kids start over more people that were more, um, had more agility. That's gotcha. a good word to put. I'm not going to say have more talent because I still know some of these guys today. And but I I do know the background, which is the ones that actually had the funding were those kids were the ones that were playing over the kids. Oh, that you seen that happen? Right. So that was what happened, and then my dad's like, "Okay, let's go ahead and just move." And then that's what was happening. Willard moved because your brother had some 
Oh, he was bad. He, he was bad. I played him. behind him. Right, right. He he was only on special teams out there. Wow, <laughs> fastest one on the field. Boy, really? Only on special teams. That only on special teams. That speed. Oh, that's okay. crazy. That was the same time that um Hakeem Batiste. I don't know if you remember him. No, that's oh, like, we know him. We live in the same Like we, we all grew up there. They used to race on yeah. the street. Will and Hakeem used to race. That's the same crazy. Way. He lived two buildings down. From Shout me. out to Hakeem. Hakeem, yeah, what's up, bro? And we never knew we was connected through him and a couple other folks. Yeah, like that. we probably yeah. yeah. They used to race all the time. Facebook recently and reached out. Like, like, okay, oh, what's man. up, King? I ran into Hakeem. Um, uh, yeah, because he moved away for a while. Came back. Um, uh, I met him at play. Brought to you by 8 Robinsons TV and Yellow Tub Creative.